This is the We Spin Recipes podcast with Andrew Apanov. Hello everyone, Andrew Apanov here and you are listening to a new edition of the We Spin Recipes podcast. We are back, so last week I couldn't record a new episode because my microphone got broken. Now I've got a new one and um, uh, this is episode number 37 and uh, I'm extremely happy to welcome Jonathan Yari, the co-founder of SoundUtes, on this very show. And um, uh, here you will learn everything about uh, this new exciting startup for musicians, which helps uh, artists grow their following on SoundCloud and soon not only. The app is uh, uh, currently in public beta and will be uh, officially launched in June. So it's uh, it's a good time to, to look into it and to uh, probably sign up for the beta right now. And uh, let me just leave you with this conversation with Jonathan. I hope you enjoyed and thank you for listening. Hello, Jonathan. It's great to have you on the show. How are you doing? I'm doing great. It's great to be here. So, yeah, it's it's really cool to uh, finally cover sound dudes on the show. And I'm just remembering how we met at Berlin Music Week last year, right? Was it? Yeah. Was it? Yeah. And it's just, it was a really fortunate thing that you heard that workshop of mine and that, that we chatted and have been in touch since then. And now that you are getting closer to the launch of Sound Youth, I think it's a really good timing to have this conversation. It is. So to start with, uh, do you mind sharing a little bit on your backgrounds in music, in startups, and just what you've been into? Sure. My background is more, I would say, as a music. First of all, I'm a music addict. I would say so. Music is a big passion in my life since I actually, you know, since my first days, since I remember myself. Professionally, I've been uh, an entrepreneur for many years already and focusing on the product side of the equation as well as uh, B2B sales and uh, software as a service. I have both, you know, significant experiences as far as startups and corporate. And previously, I co-founded two companies. One of them was actually around a marketplace for interactive apps and games. And the other one was actually around B2B and, and sales. And there I actually managed to build traction and reach revenue stage. So this time I'm actually connecting my two biggest passions, mm-hmm. which is music and the startups. Yeah, I was actually going to ask you why music, but now it, it kind of makes sense. But didn't you, uh, weren't you afraid of the market? Because uh, it's a common thought about uh, the music tech space that it's really difficult to get traction and to make money in this area so that's a great question actually not only uh, i wasn't afraid also the fact that uh, you know um, we have uh, two musicians in our team actually led me to believe there is a great potential here this is uh, you know this is the first part that when because actually sound was born out of the need of the founders to actually uh, grow the audience and build the audience on you know the multiple platforms they promote, whether it's Spotify, SoundCloud, and MixCloud. And whenever there is a clear need, and whenever and as, and as more as we actually, you know, focused on the problem and the challenges for musicians, it was clear for us that there is a real need for musicians to build their audience. This actually is one of the main parts, which let us uh, not only uh, focus on, on the music tech, be thrilled with that, 
The other one was uh, that we actually ran uh, an alpha for uh, for a few months, and we saw that uh, we are actually able to uh, provide significant value to our users. Combining them together actually showed us that this is the real direction for us. And uh, you know, on one hand, we wanna we wanna help musicians to live the dream. And on the other hand, we are living our dream combining music and startups. Awesome. I hear you really well here. So I think it's great to be in the music space. Whatever you do, if you provide some services or an app for musicians, it's it's just you can enjoy the process a lot. And you can enjoy the process of helping other musicians. It's very satisfying, isn't it? It is. It's very satisfying. And uh, you know, I think that you know, helping up up and coming musicians to get discovered, I think uh, for me also is a personal challenge. You know, I follow a lot of indie musicians and and tons of high quality indie musicians out there. And uh, since I'm enjoying it, I would like also others enjoying it. And you know, as as part of that, uh, this is uh, one of the biggest, I would say, and and most rewarding for me personally aspects of building soundboots. So. From what I see, the challenge that musicians face, that the problem that you are solving here is that musicians don't necessarily get enough recognition, even if uh, they may deserve uh, that kind of recognition. They have challenges with building their following. The market is oversaturated. And yeah, so we, we know that in any genre, there are just tons of musicians doing somewhat similar thing and, and building audience is difficult. Is it generally, kind of roughly speaking, the problem that you are trying to solve or would you phrase it differently? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, as you said very clearly, musicians need to build the audience. But if you go uh, one step backwards, actually the indie musicians of today must do it all. They need to create, obviously, high quality music. They need to publish. They need to build an audience. They need to engage with their fans, they need to uh, reach out to uh, bloggers, promoters, and so on. And there is a lot of, and this is a lot of time where they invest both time and money. And, you know, if you look at this, we believe that musicians should live their dream and focus on creating music, where this is their real passion. And our mission is to help musicians get discovered and monetize the music. And, you know, first we start, as you said, rightfully so, first we help them with uh, we help musicians to kind of uh, build their audience get discovered and connect to their super fans and we're putting special emphasis on, on super fans who will help the musician afterwards obviously share his music and promote his music obviously this is on top of the fact that they connect and love the musician's music so building an audience is the first challenge obviously and we're attacking it from a very specific direction of growing fan base by adding uh, and bringing super fans And then after the, uh, you know, the initial audience is built and it's obviously it's an ongoing process. It's not a one-time act. We help the musician with the monetization and connecting him to a lot of monetization opportunities out there, whether those are live booking and gigs, whether those are publishing and licensing, digital distribution, and so on and so forth. And if you combine them together, what we believe this is uh, the way for musicians to live the dream. First, get discovered. And the other one is monetize the music. Right. So we are getting to the most interesting part. How exactly you are doing this? So <laughs> can you explain the functionality of SoundUts? And you can mention when it's publicly launched, by the way, as well. Sure. So what we do, actually, uh, again, focusing on, on the super fans side of the equation, we have developed a, a very um, unique algorithm 
that actually, first of all, analyzes the musician. It analyzes the persona of the musician. Who is, the, is he following? Which groups uh, does he belong to? Where is he based? This is one part. The other one is actually analyzing both the music that uh, the musician creates and listens to in the form of playlist and so on. And then finally, we uh, profile the audience, his existing audience. It doesn't have to be, you know, 1,000 audience. It can also be as small as, as 50 followers. And then we go out there using the publicly available APIs of, you know, Spotify, Mixcloud, SoundCloud, and identify the group of potential fans that are relevant for that musician. Again, we serve uh, the musicians. And from that group, very group and very data set of uh, potential fans, we identify the super fans because we want to focus on the super fans, which is the most effective means to build your audience uh, initially. And then the last kind of step here is to connect him to the musician. And the result is obviously the musician has now a, a larger audience, a more engaged one. And I think one of the most uh, important benefits, again, he has more time to create because this is whole, you know, we kind of automated the whole uh, um, audience growing uh, process and time uh, musicians invest. And so what platforms are you focusing on right now? Is it just SoundCloud? Yeah, we started with SoundCloud because SoundCloud is, first of all, we, you know, I've been living, literally living uh, as part of SoundCloud uh, or in SoundCloud community uh, for the last uh, five years, I would say. And I love it. I really love it. That's a very, uh, you know, that's a completely different discussion. But SoundCloud is also uh, the first place uh, indie musicians uh, tend to promote and publish their music on. So uh, SoundCloud is our first vertical of music, but we're actually going to expand it and, and support uh, other uh, platforms such as Spotify, Mixcloud, and down the road as well as uh, YouTube. Got you. So do you have any inputs? Like, let's just step back while we will get back to the discussion of sound use. Do you have any inputs on the changes that are happening around SoundCloud right now? Because even like a year ago, it was still mainly an electronic music focused platform. Now it's changing its focus and becoming more for like a global streaming platform and so on. So do you see how it's in maybe these changes affect indie musicians and the importance of the platform as well? Well, what you said is, is absolutely true. I think SoundCloud is changing and evolving, I would say, from, you know, from a genre point of view. As you said, uh, electronic music was one of the most dominant ones. I think it still is. But we see more and more genres such as hip hop and rap and obviously uh, and rock. We see more and more genres kind of entering the scene. This is one we see also podcasts. SoundCloud also uh, now supports podcasting in a much more of a, of a natural way. Obviously, you've been podcasting since the early days, but now SoundCloud probably uh, will make your life easier. And we see it also as far as uh, their, I would say, uh, business model. And we all know that they are going, now starting to uh, share revenues with selected partners. This is as part of their uh, own SoundCloud uh, program. And we know that they are actually uh, moving on and, and towards launching their own paid music uh, service, such as, uh, you know, like uh, YouTube Music Keys or, or Spotify and so on. There are a lot of changes here. I think uh, one of the points that we saw also is uh, the fact that musicians are kind of feeling that they are left out as part of this uh, evolution. I think SoundCloud is still a very good place to promote your music on. 
And by the way, one more uh, aspect uh, that they are actually signing finally uh, some licensing and publishing contracts with the biggest labels. So, yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting thing to kind of keep an eye on and see how the platform is progressing. And now you're making these, you've created an add-on. It's a third-party platform that helps artists get the most out of SoundCloud, basically. Exactly. Uh, okay, so SoundUs and SoundCloud, how exactly it will work for musicians? Is there a lot of setup involved or is it like just sign up and let us do the work? Yeah, exactly. The onboarding is very simple. And yes, you just mentioned that before we just launched our beta, which is an invite only just a week ago. And we're already um, using our, our new onboarding process. Uh, so onboarding is very much uh, simple. You connect using SoundCloud Connect and leave your email. And from that point onwards, we put our product into work and identifying the potential fans, identifying the super fans out of that and connecting uh, them to you. Uh, we provide as well a very nice dashboard, uh, which allows you, first of all, to see your growth. How, you know, how well are you, are you able to grow your audience in multiple aspects and in multiple forms, whether those are the followers, whether those are your likes, comments, downloads, and so on and so forth. And uh, the other part of the dashboard is allowing you to identify who are the users who engage with your music and how they engage with your music. And I think from, if you look at it uh, from an engaging point of view, I think it's, it's very much important for musicians to identify their super fans and see how they engage with the music, whether they like it, whether, I mean, commenting on that, downloading it, and kind of it allows the musician, if you think, if you think about it, to really create a group of super fans and then engage with them separately if he wants. So, yeah, this is uh, what we're offering today. And, you know, as we move forward, we'll add more and more uh, functionality to that. So, yeah, as, as we're recording this podcast, I got an invitation to the beta of the new version of there, but haven't properly used it yet. So looking forward to that. And I really like that you make this accent on uh, providing different kind of data and uh, details of what you do, because I think that the question of uh, privacy and transparency will be important to many musicians. Like if you are performing some actions on their behalf, they will want to know who have been followed, so what kinds of quality of the new audience is, is it relevant, and so on. So it seems like you put quite some efforts into providing this information, making it transparent, correct? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, you know, we, I think transparency is, is a clear part of that, as you rightfully said. And since we are automating the process, also they need to see whether we, we are able to identify the super fans for them and whether those are relevant for them. And if they don't want, obviously they can afterwards unfollow them and roll back or whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I think dashboard, you know, the dashboard is an important part and kind of tops up the initial value and benefit for them, which is access to untapped new audience and the focus on superfans. This, on top of the fact that, you know, we do the work and they have more time to create, kind of, I think, provides the ultimate benefit for musicians. So here is a tricky question for you. Yeah. There have been uh, tools out there, not always doing it uh, the right and the legal way, but automating some of the activity on SoundCloud. And some of them have been doing things like leaving comments under our users' accounts 
and uh, doing a bunch of other things. Do you have any inputs or maybe recommendations to the listener using any kind of any kind of uh, automation like leaving comments, automated pre-written comments on the tracks that you haven't actually listened to? So would you recommend doing something like that? Do you plan on uh, extending the types of automation that you do with your platform? I think it's pretty early now to see what... It's not part of our plans. Obviously, if we hear the whole process of uh, reiterating and, and listening to our users is also very uh, very important for us. And we've been doing it from, you know, from back from the alpha days, asking people asking them to fill surveys, participating in, in a community discussion, which is also very uh, important for us. So we're not, as far as automation, I think automation needs to kind of help the musicians bring the science into action, first of all, because the, the information is available there. And we want to focus on the biggest challenge, which is growing uh, their audience. Uh, as far as comments or likes or whatever, there are, again, there are other uh, tools for uh, automating this on, on other platforms. Not sure, you know, it's like uh, publishing. There are a lot of tools out there for publishing on multiple platforms. I feel this is a quite of a crowded space and there are some uh, companies out there. I don't know specifically, or I don't have uh, in mind uh, a name uh, to recommend, but I think uh, if this would prove to be a very of clear need for musicians, probably somebody uh, will wake up one morning and develop it. Well, yeah, but I mean, even for there are other solutions, it's pretty much clear to me, at least from even from seeing the platform in its early stages, what makes you different in terms of just growing this audience on SoundCloud. It's this algorithm that you've developed and that you take this scientific approach to who exactly to follow and so on. So uh, that part is pretty clear. I was really curious as well to see what you think on other types of automation. So you are not necessarily against different things that musicians can do automatically with one, one tool or another, right? No, I don't. I'm definitely not against. I think whatever uh, allows the musicians to save his time, but still build his audience, get discovered and so on is fair enough. I think, you know, automation is very clear. And I think you can see a lot of uh, automation tools around us. Because, you know, there are a lot of tools out there and somebody needs and, you know, you find yourself use a lot of your time to operate those tools. So automation is clear and I think is here to stay. I just think that uh, automation needs still to look and sound personal. Uh, mm -hmm. Like it wasn't a bot or any kind of other uh, black hat tools that uh, actually, uh, you know, helped you to automate it. And if you do it uh, the right way, it will look personalized, and then it, it kind of achieves this goal. Otherwise, I think people have a tendency to be scared of automation because it looks spammy. You know, if you, if, if I'm now, I see a lot of times kind of, you know, subscribe or follow a musician on SoundCloud and then receive a kind of a, an automated welcome message, please visit my Facebook profile. Yeah. I think this kind of falls into the category of non-personal. But again, everything needs here to be fine-tuned. And uh, if it looks personal, then uh, it ha and it helps musicians. So it's probably need to stay. Right. Yeah, I think you just made a clear and, and right statement about what uh, the right automation is, because there is a lot of misconception. We here are huge fans of automation. We use 
Zapier mm-hmm. and uh, if this and then that. Twitter automation at some extent is absolutely good. Scheduling posts, like there is a number of tools that make it easy to promote yourself and to build the audience to communicate. You just can't remove these human elements of communication from this process at all. So if you create some kind of automation message, then yeah, it makes sense to not make it self-promotional, but just start a conversation and then be ready to jump into that conversation and contribute to it somehow. And if you are building an audience with a platform like yours, as an artist needs to be ready to actually engage that audience later on and deliver new sounds to them and so on. So it's it's just that it's important to remember about these things. I'm definitely not against automation and I'm just glad that you kind of commented on that point. So that's Absolutely. really... So we've covered SoundCloud pretty much right now. I'm curious to also hear and uh, for full transparency, I haven't been aware of the plans of covering other platforms that much. So can you reveal at these points, or at least like in generally speaking, of what you want to cover in the future? What kind of platforms are you looking at? If it's not yeah, a secret. You know, yeah, yeah, it's, it's not a secret. You know, everybody knows uh, you know, the other platforms which musicians uh, publish their music on. And, you know, one part which is uh, relevant for us and, you know, the benefits of our algorithm, it actually it analyzes user behavior over time and across multiple channels. So it can be SoundCloud, it can be uh, Spotify, Mixcloud, and again, YouTube down the road. And here, I think if you are able to leverage that benefit, that will, uh, or if you, the musician would see, would see his fan bases, because he has different fan bases on different platforms. And I think looking at it from a kind of, of a unified view will help him. Mm-hmm. Uh, will help him, first of all, to understand wh- where he wants to publish first whether he wants to publish it on SoundCloud and then uh, promote it via Twitter and Spotify and, and so on, or he wants to publish it first on, uh, you know, on another platform. I think it can help the user taking a clear uh, and you know, efficient and data-supported uh, decision. And again, it can help him to uh, save his time and, and save efforts and save money. So this is why we look at it not only from uh, one vertical point of view but from you know from multiple ones and i think this will help the musicians in their um, objective to yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. get stuff awesome i really like the way you're thinking and the direction that you are taking so it's not just a kind of one dimensional tool just for one platform but it's uh, you're really on this journey to help musicians get more out of uh, different platforms that they may be using i really like that Absolutely. So I'm really looking forward to the development of Sound Dudes and uh, everything else related and the public launch, of course. So um, before we wrap it up, uh, just uh, a call to action to the listener. So what can a listener do at this moment? Uh, So let's think of the end of May, early June. So can we sign up somehow now? Yeah, everybody, uh, I mean, we encourage every musician to sign up on our website, which is sounddudes.io. Just get started, just hit the get started, connect through your SoundCloud account, leave us your email. And since the waiting list is growing financially, uh, it might take us a few days until we onboard everybody. But uh, then you can get yourself into trying our platform uh, as part of the beta, okay? And as we move forward, uh, namely um, mid uh, to end of June, it still uh, depends. 
We want to publicly launch our service and invite everybody, every musician out there to join our uh, user base and, uh, and enjoy uh, the benefits. Awesome. So thank you a lot for the information. Definitely recommend everyone to sign up and to, to check it out. And um, uh, yeah, so uh, thanks a lot for being on the show. Thanks a lot and uh, looking forward to further engaging uh, with you. Thanks to Jonathan once again. It was an insightful talk. I really enjoyed listening to him talking about SoundUt. Sounds like a really interesting app and I'm looking forward to the public launch. And uh, you've heard it all. You can go to soundudes.io and sign up right now for the public beta. Or maybe you're listening to the show when the service is out already. So just go ahead and uh, give it a try. And uh, uh, I will really appreciate if you share your thoughts uh, on uh, in the comments. If you're listening to the show on SoundCloud. Or you can just send me an email. Andrew at uh, wispin.co it's my email address as you guessed so um, any feedback is is extremely welcome and um, yeah as, as, as a general reminder uh, you are more than welcome to subscribe to this podcast if you haven't yet you can do it on on soundcloud or mixcloud but uh, uh, the best way is of course uh, uh, through itunes so if you are using any software any app for listening to your favorite podcasts uh, you can just look at us up uh, um, at, the name is we spin recipes obviously and um, if you uh, if you don't only subscribe to the podcast but if you also uh, rate and review it on iTunes which helps us being discovered by more musicians uh, you also get a special postcard from us a little thingy but it's a physical one and it's, it looks cool uh, so just go to get a card.wispin.co to find the instructions and claim your card thank you so much for listening and see you very soon you have been listening to the we spin recipes podcast learn how we can help you improve your music career at we spin 12.com we spin 12